Welcome back to the H&H Hour. I'm Heidi Bolt, and I'm with my co-host, Heather Taves. <laughs> Heather, can we just tell them what happened? Can we be real? Oh, I feel like we have to can be. Can we be super ordinary with I, you right now? I feel like if this is your first time listening, please know that we are not usually this scatterbrained. Okay, so full disclosure, Heather's been sick for almost two weeks with a severe head and chest cold. So she does all of our all of the tech stuff. She runs the computer <laughs> during our recordings. So we literally just got done recording this episode. And then we jumped in to record our drop-in episode, which is a new element that we now drop every other Friday, a little quick five-minute show. And we got done with that one. And we were like, good, done, wrap it up. Let the kids know we're done, who are in the basement playing. So if you hear them, that's our kids playing in the basement. And we realized that was a balloon. <laughs> They're letting air out of a balloon downstairs. This day we, is just getting weirder and weirder. We realized that we had lost the recording that we literally just did for this chat. Yeah. So this is take two. Yes. We. I don't think we've ever done that. Have we ever lost an entire recording, Heather? We have not. There is a first time for everything. There is. So we, we just want to say welcome. We are super ordinary. And I just want to say, if you're new to podcasting, we're 102 episodes in and we're still making these kinds of we're errors. We're still figuring so. it out. So don't be discouraged. <laughs> don't give up. That's right. Okay. So uh, just in the, in the you know, it so, would be so easy to look into someone's life and think that they just have it perfect and everything's just all together. That is probably not the case for no. anyone's life. Mm-mm. So, man, give each other grace, right? Yeah, that's Give so each true. other grace. Yeah, and be willing to do the hard thing. Yeah. Because, you know, honestly, we didn't really want to record this chat again, but we do know that what we feel like God asked us to share with our listeners for this particular yeah. show is so crucial. Yeah. And I think someone needs to hear it today. We need to hear it today. Yeah. It is, it's, it's almost laughable. It is laughable. <laughs> And ironic what we're talking about because we literally just got done talking about Hebrews 12 Mm -hmm. and how right now in the particular part of the country that we live in, it is, we're just tired of winter. It's kind of gloomy. It's been, we've had a lot of really crazy weather Mm -hmm. over the last couple months. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's that season where everybody's like, I just want winter to be over. Yeah. Cabin fever set in. Yep. Yep, and my kids and I were back to school today after a week on a missions trip, and so we were um, talking about how much school we have left, Mm -hmm. and I was reminding them, like, we don't have that much left. We don't have a ton of school left. We have 13 weeks left of school, but we are going to finish strong, right? We're not going to slack. We're not going to do it half-heartedly. We're going to finish strong. So we were kind of, I was giving my kids this pep talk, giving myself this pep talk that spring is coming. (laughs) We're almost done with the winter. Um, But I just love this verse. And I think we've talked about this before, Heidi. Um, Hebrews 12, 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Mm. So, Heidi, that's anyone who's gone before us. That's anyone who's walked their faith journey and they're now cheering us on. They're the witnesses to our life that we're living Mm -hmm. and as we're we're on our faith journey. Um, Then it continues, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Mm. And I just think that someone needs to hear that today. You know, it's not easy. Podcasts get lost and, (laughs) (laughs) but you run with endurance. You keep going, you Mm -hmm. know, you keep 
at it, no matter what your race is in life. Yeah. You keep going and you don't throw the towel in. It doesn't mean there aren't seasons of rest, but it means that your spirit doesn't give up. Yeah, that's a really good word. And I think, um, you know, Heather, Hebrews 12 was a life, specifically those verses were uh, kind of a life goal of mine for about five years. And it was just so interesting to see the things that the Lord allowed in my life in that season in order for me to truly learn that that level of endurance. And they yes. weren't, um, you know, you think of like running a race or like I think of marathon runners and it's kind of a, not the actual act of running, but like the finish line, it's kind of a glamorous thing. You know, like you've successfully finished the race and you're this athlete that's fit and prepared for right. this. And um, you have the sticker to put on the back of your car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. My husband laughs. He loves the sticker that says 0.0. Yeah, I know. That would be mine. It means like I am not a runner yeah. at all. But um, anyway, I get off track here. Um, back on course. Um, so just reminding yourself that sometimes the race God's called you to isn't glamorous. Like, right. it's not beautiful. It's not, nobody's cheering you on. No one's at the finish line That's cheering true. for you. But you have an audience of one, and his name is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if he's called you to it, he is going to see you through it. Mm -hmm. He is. He is not going to let you down. He is not going to forsake you. Even if you are walking through the worst hell you've ever experienced yeah, right now. that's right. You know, it is sleeting outside my window. It is gloomy, and the sun is not shining. But God still has a purpose in the season that he has allowed us to be in, That's whether so it's good. spiritually, physically, maybe you've just walked through a, a tragic loss and God is in it. Mm -hmm. God is still loves you. He is pulling you near. So let him pull you near. Let him cheer you on. I love that. Heidi, you called me actually this past week and you said, I feel like you might need a reminder that God has not abandoned you. Hmm. And it was so powerful for me um, because I, when you're, you know, when you're sick for a long time and you just, you just sort of feel like, is anything ever going to feel, am I going to feel right again? Right. You know, and I was actually also last week preparing to preach at our church, which is a pretty big responsibility. It's a big, big deal. It's a pretty big weight. And I didn't have any physical energy and really no emotional energy mm -hmm. to put the preparation in that I really would have wanted to. But you called me and you reminded me, God has not left you. That's right. He is still with you. You might feel right now like the only thing you can feel are these attacks of the devil. Yeah. The severe pain in your head. The you severe know? pain in my yeah. head. But do not forget that he is for you. That's and right. I just think that we we all need to be reminded of that, yeah. you know, from time to time, no matter what is going on in our life. The other thing I've been thinking a lot about recently is this whole idea of the intimacy that we have, that we can have with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. And I, um, again, I was preaching and I was preaching on spiritual warfare. And I was preaching on the role that we have in this battle and the fact that we are warriors in this battle, in this time between, um, you know, when Jesus secured our victory on the cross and then the time that it's still to come when he completes that victory, when yeah. he comes back and completes that victory. And in the meantime, we are called to fight in the battles. Absolutely. You know, we don't live on a playground. We live on a battlefield. Mm -hmm. Paul told us that in Ephesians 6. So it was, that was my whole message was centered around that. Well, Sunday morning I woke up and I, it was one of those days where had I not had to be somewhere, I would have stayed in bed. Yeah. 
all the lies were coming in. You know, I thought, well, Heidi's enough like me that I could give her my notes and she could preach for me. Hmm. I actually had that thought. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, we have enough people on our teaching team that someone could get up there and just share stories mm-hmm. and it would be fine. Yeah. And I could stay home. Yeah. And the devil was just throwing all these lies at me. Um, and then I felt the Holy Spirit just whisper into my mind, look at the verse of the day on the Bible app. Yeah. And that was interesting to me because I hardly ever use my Bible app. I, I'm not the person that looks at the verse of the day every day because I use my physical Bible more. Um, so I thought, okay, well, I'll pull it open. Well, I popped it open. And of course, the verse of the day was Ephesians 6, put on the whole armor of God. So good. So that you can withstand the attacks of the devil. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Lord, okay, I hear you. And I think that maybe sometimes people struggle with knowing whether or not they hear from God. Mm-hmm. And we often think that God speaks to us and it's these big, like Moses in the burning bush moments, Yeah, right? like you can't miss it. Like it's impossible to miss it because <laughs> yeah. he's just shown up in the middle of a burning bush and told you like, this is my commission on your life. Yeah. You're like, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know, clear as day. But I think more often God shows up and we hear his voice in like the story of Elijah mm-hmm. when he was on the mountaintop and there was an earthquake and there was a windstorm and there was a fire and then but the lord wasn't in any of those the lord came in the gentle whisper yeah and so often i think the gentle whisper of jesus the Mm -hmm. gentle whisper of the lord's voice is in the stillness of our minds in the stillness of our hearts in those fleeting thoughts that come in and i wonder if maybe we miss them and think we're not hearing God's voice because they feel so simple mm-hmm. and so ordinary. They feel too ordinary. They feel too Isn't ordinary. Isn't that the point? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. We hear that a lot, Heather. Is um, So we are leaders at a church. So it's our responsibility to teach people, to equip people with God's word and teaching them how to hear God's voice. And we get that a lot. People saying, well, I don't hear God's voice. I, I hear you guys tell stories about hearing God's voice and he doesn't speak to me. Yeah. And so I want you to hear this. If you are a child of Jesus, if you have a relationship with Jesus, he does speak to you. Yeah, um, right. His face is towards you. So he's communicating to you. But some of us, we all hear differently. There are different ways that we hear. And so some people might really sense God. You know, they might be able to walk into an atmosphere or a room or a setting and be able to just kind of feel what God is doing in that moment. Yes. And some people aren't feelers at all. Right. Some people hear, you know, almost like an audible voice, Mm -hmm. so strong, like a thought so strong that you feel like it is you hearing someone's voice. Yes. Um, And some people see God. Some people see what God wants to do, like through prophetic dreams and visions. And what that might look like for you is you might have dreams that you wake up and feel like that seemed important, but maybe you dismiss it. Mm -hmm. So what I would encourage you to do is grab a journal. And if you are having dreams that feel important, or maybe they don't feel important, Mm -hmm. write down the dream. If you can recall the dream, it's probably important. So write it down and write down any details that might even seem ordinary Mm -hmm. and journal it because it might be that God wants to speak to you through that, through that dream. And then you might have someone that comes along your path within the next day or week or month that you're having a conversation with and you recall that dream. Maybe it's for them yeah. or maybe they're sent to interpret the dream. Just trust God in the fact that he doesn't speak to us all the same. He speaks to you individually in a way that you can make sense of. Yeah, that's so good. You know, my husband, 
hears from God a lot in physical signs, things yeah. mm-hmm. like road signs, mm-hmm. addresses on buildings, um, scenery. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty amazing. Like mm-hmm. the other day, he just saw a road sign mm-hmm. with the name of a road on it. And it led him to think about a verse, wow. which led him to research what that verse was about, which led him to some revelation that we needed wow. for an answer in our life. Wow. And so like, don't ever discredit the mm-hmm. little things, the yeah. simple things. Yeah. And I love, I said this yesterday in my message and, and you said it just now too. If you are following Jesus, you're hearing his voice. That's right. You heard his voice. Mm-hmm. You answered the call of him calling to you. Yes. And so don't think, I don't hear from God. Because mm-hmm. if you are a follower of Jesus, you've already heard from God. Yeah. And you just get to build that. Like build your hearing. That's so good. Um, as you stop and pay attention yeah. to what it is that he, you know, Heidi, we live in an, in an instant world mm-hmm. right now where we want to know everything. Yep. We want to get answers immediately. Yep. And I think it's so important that we take the time to sit and to listen to the voice of the Lord and that we allow God, you know, you mentioned journaling. And for me, I've never been a person that writing out all my thoughts and feelings was effective because mm-hmm. honestly, I went back and read them and it made me want to throw up. <laughs> like I just, that didn't work for me. What does work for me is writing down the things that I feel like God shows me or that he speaks to me mm-hmm. or revelation that he's given me, whether it be through scripture or a word that someone spoke or a dream that I had. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes months later, I'll look back and I'll see all the connections. Mm-hmm. I'll see what it all meant right. as he gave me a little piece here and a little piece there. And so that I think is so important. Yeah. Um, and I've been thinking a lot too about just what it looks like to spend time with Jesus and not have it be all about me. Hmm. You know, like, what am I going to get from this Hmm. time? What is God going to show me? How am I going to feel from this? But really letting it be about him. Yeah. And, and I love that Hebrews 12, the end of that verse, it continues and it says, how do we run this race with endurance? We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, Mm -hmm. the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Yeah. And when you do that, when you keep your eyes on Jesus, when you make it about him, he is able to fill you up with mm-hmm. so much that you end up getting more yes. than if you had your eyes turned on you, if you yeah. just keep him fixed on Jesus. I think that's so important. And it's so crucial, Heather, for all of our lives. You know, if you, if you liken your relationship to, if you're married to the relationship with your spouse, if your spouse literally never looked at you, if your spouse never showed you that he or she cared by putting their eyes on you and right. focusing on you, you would feel like you were unimportant. That's right. So I love that reminder. It says we run with endurance by putting our eyes on Jesus. And I know people could go like, oh, this just seems super spiritual and over the top. But I am telling you, it works. Like when you spend time with Jesus, when you open God's word, he speaks to you. He gives you the truth and the promises. He reveals his character to you. And I think so often, Heather, um, if you hear, if you find yourself in a season where you're grumbling and you're complaining, compare it against the amount of time you're spending with Jesus and the amount of time you're grumbling and complaining. If the time with Jesus isn't more than that, it's probably not enough. Yeah. You know, and it's not a legalistic thing of like, well, you have to be in God's word an hour every day, or you have to be in it five minutes a day. 
it, it's not about the time frame. It's about the posture of your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's about going, Jesus, my eyes are towards you because I really want to know you. That's right. Um, Psalm 8, it says, oh, Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think of that a lot because I, I see God out in nature and in the beauty of the sunset and in the intricacy of the flowers he creates and the unbelievable vast amount of animals that he creates and, you know, the number of insects that you couldn't even begin to count. Right. And I see that his glory truly fills the entire earth. And if we're focused on that, if we're focused on seeing God in everything, he begins to show us that, yeah, I am in everything. Yeah. My spirit is here. My spirit is in you. And I want a relationship with you. Yeah, that's so good. And so if you're in that season where it just feels like having endurance is the last thing you have. Yeah. And I've been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly, I felt kind of there last week and still a little bit, just like I don't know how much longer I can endure being sick and and not being able to be fully present yeah. for my life. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Just turn them on Jesus. You know, there's this big fad in our world right now with like, you can do it. Like you're just get up and in your own strength, do it and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And like, you've got everything that you need to do it. And I actually think that's contradictory to Mm -hmm. the word of God. I think that, yes, God has given us everything that we need, but it's through Jesus. That's right. And you know, the Bible says your strength works best in my weakness. Mm -hmm. And so it really has nothing to do with my strength yeah. has nothing to do with me being able to pull up my big girl pants, you know, <laughs> strap on my boots yeah. and make it happen. Yeah. It has everything to do with me turning my eyes on Jesus and letting his strength mm-hmm. be my strength. Yeah. And I just think it's really important that we keep him mm-hmm. the focus yeah. and not ourselves. So yeah. we keep our eyes on Jesus. That is how we run the race with endurance. Heather, we had a conversation recently about about staying power. And you were talking about this. You talked about that in society, it seems to be a lack of staying, you know, staying in our marriages, staying in our friendships. Uh, I think there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy friends. Some people are toxic. Um, But like extending grace to each other, like staying in our workplace, staying in our church homes, you know, not being that church hopper. Right. And um, I, I think that is so valuable mm-hmm. because Jesus, if he did not have staying power with us, I guarantee you every single person on this planet at, at one point or another, he thought, good grief. Yeah. These people yeah. cannot get their act together. Yeah. But he is sticking it out with us. Yeah. You know, and I just think that is so important to remember, like what God has shown towards us, we have to repay him that same honor. We have got to honor him by staying the course that he has called us to and yes. not being begrudging about it, not allowing ourselves to sit in this um, mundane spirit of this isn't enough for me, mm-hmm. or I'm bored by this, or um, why is God given her a better call than me? Or yeah, that's so true. It's just unhealthy. Yeah, because there's always going to be something that draws our attention. For that sure. says, well, I should have that, or I should be that way, or I should strive for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think that we we get bombarded with it, especially in today's culture with social media and all of that. 
maybe even more than like our grandparents did, where they just knew that this is where they were to be and they had it right in front of them and they just did it and they stayed with it and mm-hmm. they were loyal and they were faithful and they were committed. And I just think maybe we, we need to get back to that a little mm-hmm. bit of just that staying power yeah. in whatever it is in your life. Yeah, that's really good. Eyes on Jesus. It changes everything. It really does. I know in my own life, if I start to walk through a season where he feels distant, it's never him. He's never distant. No. It's always me yeah. choosing not to be engaged in, in his word, choosing yeah. not to be engaged in the community that God's given me, yeah. choosing not to be engaged in healthy conversation with my husband, you know, right. scrolling more than I am, investing into it. Eye and eye to eye contact with someone that can help encourage me. It's always me when I am feeling gloomy in my spiritual walk. It's always me. You know, it's so interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Haiti with my family, mm-hmm. and um, I had no cell service at all and no Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. So before, when I've traveled out of the country, I've always had Wi Fi. So sure. you, you know, you have that little bit of connection now and then. Yeah. You might not have it constantly, but I didn't have any Wi Fi the entire week. Did you love it? So I. This is the funny thing is that I didn't even have my phone with me to take pictures. I was in Haiti in this beautiful country with all these beautiful people and these memories, and I took six pictures. You're kidding. Yeah. I did not know that. But it was really so eye-opening to Mm -hmm. me because I was just... Present? Present. (laughs) So much so that I wasn't even capturing everything Mm -hmm. on my screen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I read an article that had said that when we take photos, we think we're capturing the memory, Mm -hmm. but we're actually doing a disservice to our brains because our brains don't remember the memory because we've got it captured on our phone and we think, well, now I have the memory on my phone. That's convicting. So. I have all these memories in my head and thankfully lots of other people around me took lots of beautiful pictures because I was scrolling back through mine trying to like find one to post once I did have Wi-Fi and I literally had nothing to post. (laughs) Um, But it was, for me, it was such a good reminder that, man, I didn't even miss it. I did not once did I miss going to my social media app and looking Mm -hmm. at it. And I think social media is awesome. And Mm -hmm. I think there are so many great, valuable things from it. But what I've realized is that I often use it to fill myself up, Mm -hmm. but it's not, it's fake. Yeah. It's fake filling up. Which is a form of putting your eyes on yourself. It really is. Serving yourself. It really is. And, And I also read another article recently that talked about how our children feel like we're not present with them. Because we're we're on our phones. Mm-hmm. And they are too, a lot. Mm-hmm. But we've taught them that. And That's so right. I just was like, put down the phone. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about getting that photo. And, and I know that for everybody, that might not be their conviction. But for me, it's just something that I think is so valuable yeah. to be present. And mm-hmm. it really is, it's fake filling up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it also, if you're someone that struggles with a lack of contentment, I think it could be a vehicle that helps um helps you fight against discontentment Yeah. Um, by not putting your eyes on everything that everyone else is doing or getting or has right. or accomplishing and just being content in what God has put you in. Because yeah. one thing I have experienced, Heather, is um, God never moves me on until I find contentment where I'm at. Yeah. Ever. He never has. He has never taken me to the next step or allowed me to move to that next season yeah. until I find commitment contentment where I'm at. And so I've had a couple long seasons where I've had to get over my discontentment and become at peace and at rest and who he's called me to be, where he's called me to be. And then he opens up the next door. That's so good. 
So run your race with endurance, no matter how mundane it feels. Right. Run it with endurance with your eyes on Jesus. And I promise you, yeah. he will sustain you. He will. He will give you the endurance you need. And spring is coming. Spring is coming. <laughs> and if you need some spring, go buy yourself a bouquet of flowers. Stick it on your kitchen counter. That's great advice. It's Heidi. the little things that help it get really us through. Is. My friend brought me tulips this week and they're just beautiful and I love amazing. It. I took my daughter to the to the the flower shop a few weeks ago and just just to have fun, yeah. just to find some color and some joy. And we walked in and we spent like half an hour picking out the best bouquet that she could possibly find, which was these little tiny baby pink roses. Baby. And she, to this day, almost a month later, every single night when I rock her to sleep, she talks about her pink roses and and why did they die? And where are they now? Oh. And we need to go back and find some. And now she wants to go back and find some purple and some white ones. And oh. so just that thought that it's really those small things. Yeah. Like keeping your eyes on the positive things and stop focusing on the negative. It's probably it's probably a much smaller issue than you've made it out to be in your mind. So eyes good. on Jesus. That's so good. Well, that was take two. Take two. Obviously, there was something. It was different than the first day. It was. There but was. It's okay. But no one will ever know because that one's gone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, as always, we love to hear from our listeners, mm-hmm. Heidi. I mean, truly, um, it's lonely on this side of the microphone. Sometimes. Until our listeners talk back to us. Yeah. Until they say, hey, we hear you. Mm-hmm. We're with you. Here's what spoke to us. Yeah. You know, here's how you can pray for us. And we truly, truly want to hear how we can pray for you. Um, and how we can be a part of your lives. And it's helpful for us to know what is connecting with you. Like, what are you loving? What is what is helping right. grow your faith? Right. Um, so, yeah, we pray for you. And if this has blessed you, if any of these episodes have blessed you, would you share it with a friend? Would you maybe put it on your social media? I know recently I had someone reach out to us um, who I had no connection with. And she said, I found your podcast because a friend shared it on yes. her social media. And now I listen and it's blessed her so much. She said that we are household names. Yeah. Like our names get said in their household, which just cracked me up because we are so ordinary. But um, just cool to see how God uses obedience because that's what this is. It's just an act of obedience to bless other people. So guys, we'll talk to you next time. Have a great week.